Okay. Oh, wow. Does that sound nice? <laughs> yeah, he's flipping through a book. Oh. <laughs> Can you crack your knuckles? No. no. <laughs> yeah, not, I just did. I know. We got a new mic. I yeah. cracked one knuckle. Yeah. This, is, this is now um, ASMR podcast, in addition to being the other stuff that we do. In addition to being your favorite podcast. In addition to, yeah, now you can listen to it while going to sleep. Um, <laughs> and you better not do that anyway. <laughs> yeah. Pervert. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, hey, how's it going? It's going great. Uh, yeah, new mic. Yeah. New year. New year, new, new well, me. Yeah. No, new, I'm just yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the same. I'm the same. Always. Um, yeah, it's going well. Glad to be here recording. Um, I don't know. That's really all I have. I've yeah. just been vibing. Yeah. How was your Christmas? It was fine. I don't know. It was very like... Did you go to church? No, I didn't go to church. Damn. I bailed on going to church, actually. I had big church plans. Yeah. And I thought, I'm a little sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> so true. It's like, uh, we were in Minnesota. It's hard when it's like raining, you know, sure, to yeah. find the motivation to leave the house. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, didn't do that. Stayed home. But... It was still very nice. It, it just didn't feel very, like, Christmassy all. Yeah. It was a weird Christmas, I feel. Yeah. I don't know. How, how was your Christmas? I'm assuming you did go to church? <laughs> I did, yeah. It, it was nice. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was nice. It was fine. Like, it didn't feel super Christmassy for me either. But I think that's because um, we're not kids. So, like, you know, just not the same. Like, I didn't want anything at all for Christmas. I haven't for the past few years, like, wanted anything. Mm-hmm. Um which, you know, on theme for today's episode. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just didn't, there wasn't like an item that I, that I was hankering for. So I feel like that part of Christmas really, <laughs> Bradley. Um, and I feel, yeah, like what do, what do I, that part's gone. So what's left is the, well, the church bits, you know. Um, adventing. The adventing and the churching. Um, but that's, yeah. So, but it was nice. It was good. Small, quaint. Yeah, I feel the same way. I wasn't yearning yeah. so much, <laughs> right. um, which made it kind of like difficult to to shop, I guess. Or I don't know. I just wasn't in like the shopping spirit. Um, I didn't get it for Christmas, but I am gonna start playing Minecraft. I haven't Wait, told you really? this. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> Surprise! Wait, no. Why? Um, I don't know. Uh, I was just talking to some friends, and then. Uh, boyfriend of the pod mentioned that he, I, don't, I feel we're doxing yeah, the him. third in our polycule yeah <laughs> he also said that he needs to have a shout out for making us coffee before oh, yeah. we started right. recording yeah he so, did yeah shout out you Thanks. know who you are yeah you know who you are um but anyway he i don't know he and his friends were talking about minecraft and then he was like we could all play minecraft together yeah. and i was like all right yeah so it's minecraft is great it's really nice to like get high and, and listen to a podcast and play Minecraft. That's like a good way to dissociate. So cool. Yeah, yeah that's very, what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> it is very nice that way. Um, nice. Yeah. Well, anything else new? Um, not really. You know, this morning I, I went to seven a.m. Catholic mass. Um, Why? Well, so I was with my sister getting. She was getting a tattoo yesterday, and there was a church near the shop, and I saw that they had 
7 a.m. daily mass. And I was like, I bet that goes crazy. <laughs> um, and I'm not going this weekend because I'm going camping. And so I thought, well, I should keep my tradition. So I went. It was all right. I'm not a big fan of the papists these days. Um, just very, my favorite part. Mm-hmm. Okay, so during like, there's a prayer that you say before communion mm-hmm. where you go um, like, yeah, like, I'm sorry. Like, you know, it's like the penitential rite or something like that. I forget what it's called. They have it in the Episcopal Church too. But like the Catholic version, you say like, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault, like <laughs> apologizing for your sin or asking for forgiveness for your sins. And while you say that technically, and the priest does this, you like mime whipping yourself. Oh. Like, like he was like, going That's like you, cool. yeah you can't see it if you're listening but he was, well they could hear it though yeah 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 a... like whacking his his yeah his his chest with his hand as though he was self-flagellating um and i was like that that goes so hard um also seems really not like i don't endorse that mm-hmm. but it's kind of kind of sick that's kind of sick that's sick uh pope francis he's mm-hmm. been doing some cool stuff yeah he's been a little bit better yeah i yeah. don't know yeah he's um, all right I don't know. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that's it for my can of ketchup. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot to tell you also that I, I read um, The Way of the Pilgrim. Did you finish it? I did finish nice. it. Nice. <laughs> um, longtime listeners will remember that this book is popular, mm, or it's mentioned in Franny and Zooey. Um, More than that, it's like pretty important to it. Yeah, it's kind of the main idea. <laughs> yeah. uh, why did I bookmark this page? Um... I don't know. It was okay. I feel like I'm not being a very good (laughs) podcast. I'm just like thinking, (laughs) not saying anything. I'll wake up. Um, All right. Well, I won't read it. (laughs) I mean, okay, here's the thing. It's fine, but it's just really this guy. He's going around Russia. He's pondering. He's pondering. He's pondering. He's contemplating. He's meeting so many alcoholics. Yeah. That's kind of the whole book. That sounds like my life. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I mean, not the Russia part, but... Yet. Yeah, <laughs> yet. <laughs> you have something to aspire to. Um, I don't know. It was, like, fine. I'm glad I read it, I guess. I don't know. But I I wouldn't read it again. I didn't read The Pilgrim Continues His Way. Is That's that the, the sequel? sequel? Yeah, it's also in... Oh, my God. It's just, like, more... He's trying so to get to Jerusalem. Yeah. But he's like, I don't think God will allow me to make it. So, mm. you know, it's kind of a cliffhanger. I do yeah. kind of want to know if he makes it to Jerusalem. That's so funny that there's a sequel. That's, like, a weird thing. For them. Yeah. Is there, like, is a whole, weird. like, extended universe? Or um, yeah, it's four books. And is it really? No. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, no. There's an after credit scene. Nick Fury shows up. Right. And he recruits right. Yeah. the Avengers. Um... I don't know. I'm not going to read it. I don't, I don't care that much. I've done enough. Cool. All right. Well, (laughs) what do we gathered here today to talk about? It's the end of the year. It's Christmas-ish time. Yeah. Well, it is Christmas time, liturgically. Well, it's New Year's soon. (laughs) Yeah, it is almost New Year's. Um... And one thing I did when I went to Minnesota is I re-downloaded TikTok. And okay. I spent so many hours watching TikTok. Yeah. Real bad yeah. thing to do. Um, very punishing. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot. Self-flagellating. <laughs> <laughs> if you can hear the yeah. Um And a lot of people on TikTok are talking about 
uh, you know, it being Christmas time and not feeling like Christmas for some people like us, I guess. Um, but then also talking about consumption and mm-hmm. overconsumption because there are some genres of TikToks that are very popular, one of which being like haul videos, you know, H-A-U-L, not videos of hallways, yeah. which <laughs> if someone wants to show me some of those, <laughs> um, it's just people being like, here's all the makeup I got at Ulta last week. And it's, I don't know. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm explaining this too much to for the sake of this little yeah. intro No, I, I know haul videos, yeah. Um, I mean, there's like a whole family of those kinds of things. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they'll do like Shein hauls and like, or like, un- are like unboxing videos reasonably in the same category? Or do you feel like those are sufficiently different? No, I feel like, yeah, those are the same. Just anything that involves like, videos of products yeah. and people like discussing products yeah. um is very kind of spooky to me and we've been talking you know off mic about consumption and uh as you maybe i don't want to give it away no, as you, you termed it fully automated luxury satanism yes and so teaser that'll is, be the next one yeah so this is our introduction to that idea to talk about yeah we'll talk about consumption and influencing and whatnot which i've just been thinking a lot about and how evil it is um and you know it's advent see i guess it's not advent anymore yeah it's christmas it's christmas it was advent Mm -hmm. and people just weren't acting like it (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's our gripe that is our gripe yeah (laughs) it's advent act Act, like it yeah um yeah do you have any like initial thoughts on overconsumption well i've been thinking a lot about this too and i i mean it's not like you know oh whoa like novel podcasters reveal that americans like to overconsume and you know like obvious this is like clearly a problem and in a lot of different domains although i'd be curious to know and maybe this is something that you would plan to talk about like a little bit about the like social justice discourse that surrounds overconsumption um because i know that there's been some backlash about people getting mad at people for consuming too much um but like uh what was i gonna say about that oh yeah but i think like the reason that i wanted to talk about it is because i think like it's a nice um example of the kind of uh like (laughs) misenchantment if you Mm -hmm. will uh that we're most interested in it's almost like kind of like the the baseline like it, it is like the baseline misenchantment for like most Americans I feel like is like treat treat purchase is kind of like the the new <laughs> I don't know the the thing that enchants people's lives is is the promise of treat and maybe like the promise of the shape of life offered by acquisition of treat you know mm-hmm. I think people talk sometimes on social media about like oh like you know if I just had this outfit like my life would be good it's right. like, yeah pe- they joke like that there's a sort of tongue-in-cheek cynical way that those sorts of jokes are made, but it's often sort of betraying an actual underlying desire for that. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think the thing I was thinking about, which is so difficult, is like, I like, I don't like haul videos. Right. But I like, there There have also been a lot of like year-end roundup videos where it's, can you, you're going to hear Bradley purring. Yeah, that's <laughs> that quite nice. It. It's quite, He's it just adds to the now. cozy vibe. Um... Okay, that might be too loud, though, buddy. No, nah, just pick it no, up. No, no, Mike. He's <laughs> trying to chomp. Um, but uh, yeah, so people have been making these videos, just kind of like compilations of the best things that they like 
bought this year or not even just like bought but even like habits or you know practices whatever yeah and i really like those videos secretly Hmm. not the ones about the products but i like new year's i like self-optimization i'll admit it i i do new year's resolutions me too um and there have been some like products that i got this year that have really improved the quality of my life like dramatically like i got a bike yeah um i bought a night guard (laughs) okay yeah so no more jaw pain i got right. a very nice pillow for christmas yeah which is a real like old lady thing to be like oh, those are good th- like how many stanley cups did you buy though you know like that's the not, oh the, not the hockey trophy the, yeah. the stanley cup <laughs> thing oh my gosh we're just diving into it okay we should let's just get it let's just it. get into it let's, yeah, me... i'm i okay so how about i just like describe some of the contours yeah of tiktok yeah oh please <laughs> um so you guys don't have to scroll through TikTok. Right. I've done the work for you, right. the labor. Um, so yeah, these Stanley cups, I'll just use these for an example, are just like these insulated like cups for drinking water mostly. It's a, it's a tumbler. A tumbler, yeah. Usually has like a, it's like a big plastic cup. Mm-hmm. It has like a handle and like a straw. It's kind of like the camelback of, you know, 2023, 2024. And um, I actually just saw a TikTok saying how Mormons are really driving the sale of like Stanley cups because they don't, you know, drink coffee, but they like these little sugary soda drinks. Okay. And people love to make like on TikTok, like, you know, designer water where they like syrups in their water and their Stanley cups and they buy these like fancy little ice machines that go on your counter and like make this particular type of ice i don't know and yeah. okay so i've seen them and they come with you know like a lot of like the video that, uh, watching somebody make their little drink, drink is like drink. part of the you know because there's a lot of like you know kind yeah, of noises and like you know kind of <laughs> kind of stuff going on and the, the ice is crunchy and they put it in the cup and, and then they squirt like mm-hmm. a, a pretty colored thing on the ice yeah i've seen those yeah so there's like this weird food consumption side or like genre a video on tiktok that's very popular um so there's like literal consumption in that sense like you're consuming like the water oh, yeah okay. giardia yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah and then there's just the fact that all of these cups like cost i don't know like 40 or 50 dollars and yeah. people will just have like walls of yeah cups um i know i saw one woman that had like a whole shelf of them and they were like it was like a she had so many that she could do like a color gradient from like, yeah. you know, like white to green to red and, it was, you know, like every color mm-hmm. between them. Yeah. And it's just like, this is, this is just like an, an illustrative example of like the consumption that we see on TikTok. Like I said, you know, they have like makeup hauls. You mentioned like Shein mm-hmm. clothing hauls. Like this is one genre. It's just like the consumption. Look at all the stuff I have. Yeah. Um, and then it's often framed as like self-care which i think is really mm, yes, important good. and this is going to be kind of like a major theme of the next episode so tune in yeah but um there was this video i saw and i wish we could just like play it <laughs> i don't know <laughs> if we could like splice it in somehow yeah. i don't know how editing works but um 
So I was tagged in a video where a young lady duetted one of my videos. Now before I carry on, I'd like to say that I respect everyone's personal opinions and they're entitled to feel the way they want to feel. But I'd like to interject here to reintroduce myself to those who don't know me that well. I'm a working wife and mother of three and I decided a long time ago, even back when we had no money, living paycheck to paycheck, that I was going to make my home my happy place, no matter how much or how little we had. It's a cold and crazy world out here and as opposed to us finding satisfaction in the streets and people's establishments, I choose to do it at home. And every one of my family members enjoys home too. My teens like having friends over, we like having family over, and the way I set my home up brings relaxation and enjoyment. Maybe, maybe we'll go here, but <laughs> then I'll describe it if not. Yeah. Um, but basically it's this woman who is like, she says like oh spend a night with me after work this is another very popular genre oh, of video yeah, yeah. which is like my five to nine after my nine to five or yeah, yeah. something like this and it's just people like talking about how they unwind after their long horrible work days and so this woman she has her fancy little ice maker she has her stanley cup she makes herself some like water she like opens this drawer that has like a bunch of drawer organizers in it so it's like a lot of plastic and then she like unwraps a single serve like bathtub thing and puts it in her bath and she has a thing for her book to go on in her bath and her ipad so she can read in the bath and a little like bowl with separate little snack cubes so she can have all these like pre-packaged single serve plastic snacks and it's just like ridiculous. I really can't stress enough like how much like garbage it is. Um, and yeah, like how much trash is just produced in the creation of all of those. Yeah, things. and it's yeah. just for in the name of like a night at home. And right. then someone comments on the video and they say like this is overconsumption. And she responds and makes a new video where she says like I'm a wife. I'm a mother. I'm a black woman, and I deserve to like have a nice life and be happy and if this is how I want to unwind like I work hard for my money and I deserve to spend it how I want and I'm kind of sympathetic to this idea that yes one should have like freedom but I think it's bad <laughs> baths are nice baths are nice I love to take a bath but I think it is bad to justify like creating so much garbage and buying so much like cheap consumer goods off Amazon in the name of um you know, self-care or right. self-actualization. And again, I say this as someone who likes optimization <laughs> and I right. like the idea of like a sleep routine yeah. or even like an unwinding after work routine. But like, here's an idea. Sit on the floor and meditate. Go on a walk. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel like as Read I'm saying this, I feel, like I'm being, like, I feel like I'm being a hater, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you, what do you I, think? No, I agree. I mean, th those videos definitely like give me the ick um i mean just in in the sense i guess that you're pointing to which is it seems like it's so how should i put this the the sort of conceit of the video or like maybe it's attempted like the thing that it wants the viewer to like buy into is that this is like an important form of self-care and it's like nice and satisfying to watch somebody take care of themselves in this in this way maybe even as a proxy to you doing it yourself because you can't get your ass up out of your bed <laughs> you're just watching sure. TikToks. Mm -hmm. But the sort of like subtext of it is that the products are the thing that allow it in like a really overt way. And the fact that somebody, in the, the fact that the woman who created the TikTok like gets mad or like responds 
frustratedly to the person saying that it's overconsumption sort of betrays that, right? It's like, hey, look, like it really is about the products, mm-hmm. you know, because without consume, overly consuming the products, you couldn't do this little routine. Um, so yeah, that seems, and I guess, or I guess I just find that so like, it's just like another way to sell the shit, you know? Right. Yeah. And I think it's just... Whether she has a deal with them or not, I don't know. But... Yeah, no, I don't think so. I mean, often... Um... Oh my goodness. Bradley, Bradley agrees. He agrees. Often on TikTok... Hello, <laughs> talk about overconsumption. <laughs> hey, he's skinny now. He is skinny no. now. Um, but he does have desires. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bradley, your desires won't make you happy. Um, yeah, he would do mukbangs all the time oh, if he was, if well, he was permitted. <laughs> Well, when we recorded the last episode, he did do a mukbang. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> when we walked in, poor boy. Um, but yeah, so this woman doesn't have, like, as far as I know, this woman who we're talking about, Operation Nikki is her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, yeah. We'll have to link it or something yeah. if we can't splice it in. But uh, I, as far as I know, she doesn't have, like, a deal. But oftentimes, these, like, popular TikTok people will you know, be like affiliates. So they'll like get a kickback if someone, you know, uses TikTok, TikTok shop or something like this. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like gross to me. It reminds me too of, um, sort of like, I mean, I, I think there's like a, an analogy to be made with like body positivity, Mm. which was like invented by cosmetic companies. Um, Is it really? Or like Dove, for example, is kind of like a, which I guess isn't, maybe cosmetic company but you know they are no, doing their... still like owned by unilever which owns oh like, it is yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they're doing their whole like real beauty campaign and it's like okay yeah. you're just trying to sell soap but right. but then it like has created this idea that like you know it's virtuous to feel good about your body <laughs> so therefore you must do like everything you can you, you must like purchase all these things in the name of feeling good about your body yeah and oh i can't get into this but like and now I'm worried I'm just getting derailed, but I think you even see like more analogies of this when women on TikTok and Instagram especially talk about like the desire to be thin or Mm -hmm. like the desire to get cosmetic surgery done as like a personal choice for their happiness. Oh, sure. And I find this to be like truly I don't think that's derailed at all. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I think it's so horrible to frame plastic surgery and like getting a nose job or like getting lip injections as a personal, like it's a personal choice, sure, Mm -hmm. but it has like ramifications and social effects. Yeah. Um, And is caused by society <laughs> which we live in which we live in and for but it to no like actually like we doesn't spontaneously like, have that desire it's it's informed by you know and for yeah. it to be framed as like self-care or like self-actualization or like well i deserve to be happy with myself so i deserve this like yeah. anything that's framed in terms of like dessert like mm-hmm. i deserve this i deserve xyz i just find kind of spooky yeah and bad yeah and so I don't know. These are some things I've been thinking about. Yeah. I mean, those are connected. Like, it's definitely a form of consumption. Like, plastic surgery is a form of consumption. It's something that you purchase to, you know, Mm -hmm. make yourself, I don't know, to satisfy a desire or urge. Yeah. And then, okay, last thing I'll say about TikTok maybe for now is, or like another genre, is the de-influencing videos. Right. Which I kind of like. Right. So, yeah, explain those again. We talked about it with Simone Veil that one time, but... 
Oh yeah, so she was the original D influencer. Oh right, the original our, D influencer. Yeah, so these have really been popping off. I think just because I've been watching them, so I keep getting more and more. But like, uh, there's the consumption videos where people will like go through Target and they'll be like, "Come to Target with me," and they'll just like be buying like all Target's overpriced like ugly Christmas decor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then someone will like stitch this video so Mm -hmm. it's the two videos side by side so there's the original video and then like the commentary video and there's this one woman i really like and she just goes through and she's just like that's garbage that's garbage (laughs) yeah she keeps calling the trees like the little decoration trees like butt plugs which is what they look like because they're like you know plastic (laughs) right are they bristly sometimes but often not often they are like very because i was thinking i don't know if i want well <laughs> you're like where, where where's target, where's target? Yeah. <laughs> but so she's doing her like de-influencing where she's like you don't need that yeah. you don't need that and it's just kind of you know pushing back against these yeah. consumption videos or people will comment and give like their opinions on you know consumption in general and say like i'm de-influencing you you don't need this um but like it's also still marketing in a way <laughs> like or well, it's for also... what? what are they i mean do they have an alter- do they offer an alternative or like what's the no it's not even that i guess like what i mean is that it doesn't i don't know i just don't feel like it fixes mm-hmm. the solution like it, it is, yeah. doesn't create a solution it doesn't fix the problem of over consumption right because I guess what I'm getting at is I still feel bad like consuming these videos. Oh, <laughs> I'm like I see. I'm still consuming content that's yeah. about consumption. I see. Yeah. And in the same way that like some people might get a thrill of like watching someone go shop at Target, mm-hmm. I'm getting a thrill at this woman shitting on those people. <laughs> right. And I'm like I'm so much better than right. <laughs> me and her. We know. Right. Yeah, I mean, I still think that sounds good, though, in, like, a certain sense. Or, like, it sounds like it's helpful or provides an interesting role. Just because, like, not everybody's going to, like, have, like, a fully critical awareness of, like, the multi-leveled ills of overconsumption. Like, it's nice to just start with a little bit of, like, a de- little debunking, um, you know, kind of thing. Just to mm-hmm. just to sway people. But, yeah. Yeah. I think you can watch those videos. Well, I did delete TikTok. Oh, again? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to re-download it. Okay. Um, it's just so evil. But yeah. um, I guess that's my main gripe is that TikTok is evil. But I, I, I don't know. But then again, I, I've learned a lot on TikTok. I learned about all these videos. Right, yeah. <laughs> and um, I sent you that video of that woman saying that uh, like Americans access to cheap consumer goods is like the only thing kind of like keeping us from engaging in class war yeah which i think is a very funny i think that's it's totally true though like the whole like american machine is just like access to to treats to cheap treats like keeps things pretty like steady you know oh my gosh her father-in-law owns jet blue yes that's right and she's okay. like we just live on a farm teehee we don't have electricity yeah, <laughs> Bro. yeah. the yeah. only reason they can afford to do that is because they're 
wildly, wildly rich. Right, right. Yeah, it's very annoying. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So what about that? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So I feel like that's like a really good case in point of like, okay, for the I forgot what the what's her name like Nikki rules or something. Your your the the TikToker we were hating. Operation Nikki. Operation Nikki. Yeah. She's working. She's a mom. She's got to yeah. work all the time. What's her one outlet? You know, well, the American answer to this is like, hey, or buy these nice things for yourself, which you can afford with your job, because that's what we can do is we can produce a bunch of cheap, nice shit for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you can buy that and like, here, be quiet. Like, you know, go take your bath. Um, You know, (laughs) (laughs) go soak. Yeah, that's done. (laughs) Meanwhile, the people who have the kind of like liberation afforded to them by generational uh, mega wealth or even just regular Mm -hmm. wealth can like sort of what's the word like affect um or to use the sort of overused term cosplay this life of minimalist luxury which doesn't look like luxury because it's not you know like gilded and dripping with mm-hmm. with many products but is just really ultimately like a bunch of really fancy stuff that you know like like ballerina farm mrs, right. mrs. ballerina farm and mrs. her ballerina lings yeah um, yeah yeah and so like it, i guess my my first thought which um, my first thought about this is like, yeah, it, it produces like a situation where um, c- overconsumption is bad for many different reasons, which maybe we could go, but we should probably just outline what that is next. But like, <laughs> it seems like you're being classist against lower class people by getting mad at, or by like working, yeah. at, you're being classist to working people by being um, anti-consumption. Right. Right. And like people, okay, there's another genre of TikToks where people point out how horrible like rich people's overconsumption is, Mm. which I also think is good. Like, for example, Taylor Swift produced like, I I don't have the number pulled up, like hundreds of metric tons of carbon to fly on her private plane to see her football player boyfriend. Right. And like, that's bad. (laughs) That's like actually bad. Right. Um, or like Kim Kardashian like got her whole entire estate like covered in fake snow for like Christmas or something for yeah. her kids. Yeah, that's also obviously bad. Um but it's like less visible or like I don't I don't know, people feel less uncomfortable with this than they do Well, maybe they don't feel less uncomfortable with this than they do with people buying a bunch of cheap products because they like that too i, yeah. I don't know yeah. um but like obviously those things are much worse than sure. operation nikki taking a bath right <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah um but all of this is framed as like personal choice and one's right to do something like yeah. well she made taylor swift made that money like she probably pays her employees so well like right. she should be able to you know enjoy the benefits of making so much money like isn't she a girl what like oh, yeah. expropriate know? taylor swift's wealth i would do that i would say that's good what know? was that just expropriate all of her like take her, her wealth from her oh yeah totally be, the government should force <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when, when we do the revolution taylor swift will not be spared <laughs> sorry swifties yeah sorry <laughs> um yeah and i think okay i know you said we should outline why this is more and just like an annoying thing yeah or like what do you th- i guess what well before you do that like what is the bad stuff because you have you know like what is like the practical and environmental and economic problems with overconsumption well okay i want to get into this but i wanted to share a brief little um section of this book that i read 
So in preparation for this episode, I read um, Eula Biss's new book, Having and Being Had, which I thought was about <laughs> overconsumption for some reason. Yeah. And it, it's kind of not. Sounds it's like just, it's about sex. It's not about sex. It's mm. just about this woman buying a house and just like reflecting on like ownership and labor and debt and like white guilt. Mm. It's very interesting. I would really yeah. recommend it. It's not as relevant as I thought it would be. But um, I wanted to share like a few little notes um, that I had on this. Because I think like in the background of all this consumption is just like our new relationship with like work and like modernity. Yeah. <laughs> or, like yeah. things are changing, you know. Right. Um, so there are a few quotes that I found interesting and maybe you can just react. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're doing Lorenzo live reacts to Eulabus' uh, uh, having and being had. So this is a passage that she quotes. So she didn't write this, but it's a passage she quotes from a book about capitalism. So it says, uh, Modernization was supposed to fill the world, both communist and capitalist, with jobs, and not just any jobs, but standard employment with stable wages and benefits. Such jobs are now quite rare. Most people depend on much more irregular livelihoods. The irony of our times, then, is that everyone depends on capitalism, but almost no one has what we used to call a regular job. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think like precarity is yeah. like an interesting like background, like I don't know specter yeah. <laughs> of like consumption. Like, well, what can I rely on? Amazon's two day shipping, right? And maybe I'm oversimplifying, but I thought that was very interesting. Um, yeah, oh, Bradley agrees. I highlighted this passage where this woman named Elizabeth Colbert writes that Martin. Or that Donald Trump is the spiritual heir of Martin Luther. <laughs> I just wanted to tell you that. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That's badass. I mean, I, I how? Does she explain that? No, that's no, cool. No, 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 I like no. that. I mean, I don't agree, but I think that's funny. That's a funny thing to say. Um, I this was also written before he was elected, so Whoa. they mean more so in like the the consumption sense, capitalist, yeah, sense. I mean, Martin Luther, famous scab, so. Right. Um, Okay, but then the the last thing that I actually wanted to read was about um, what this man writes about, like, capitalism and race, which I just think, I hope it's clear why I'm bringing this up. Not because of the woman, Operation Nikki is a black woman. Yeah. But I think, like, she engages in kind of, like, a similar rhetoric to what is discussed in this chapter. So this man writes african-american capitalism isn't much different from any other kind but it can often signal that something astonishing is at work end of quote then eulabis writes generations you know after this man wrote this beyonce's grandchildren and their grand and their children's children as yet unborn will all be rich she's talking about beyonce sorry that was important context and beyonce sings that's a lot of brown children on your forbes list and then Eulabis says her wealth is a grand redemption of a debt long unpaid, but it is not an untroubled triumph. Uh, Beyonce sings, pay me in equity, pay me in equity. And then Eulabis says money is no substitute really for equity. And to be coronated queen under capitalism is to claim a domain that comes, as Marx put it, quote, dripping from head to toe from every pore with blood and dirt, end quote. So the reason I bring this up it's because I like that line, her wealth is a grand redemption of a debt long unpaid. Yeah. And so, like, thinking about this alongside, like, what I also read about the jobs and, like, precarity is, 
I think this is where we get this idea of like we deserve this yeah. um because like we're not being satisfied by our jobs we're not being mm. promised or yeah. we're not receiving this like american dream that we're promised good so it feels like redemptive to consume yeah what do you think i agree i think that's really yeah i think that's right i think that's like um you know what i was thinking when you were reading that is kind of like because i've had this thought too i feel like Okay, hot take. Mm -hmm. I actually don't think capitalism is racist. Like, I think racism is a kind of feudal, Mm -hmm. like, early, like, late feudal, you know, colonial ideology that is kind of incompatible with real capitalism. Yeah, I agree. Because, like, yeah, real capitalism is, like, it doesn't matter. Like, you don't have something so precious as the public good, and you don't have something so precious as certain humans are just worse. I mean, we don't have an aristocracy, because everybody's just equal, really, you Mm -hmm. know? So there's like a, a vision of social justice that I think is often like that I I am tempted often to reduce to, oh, you're just trying to get other groups that have historically been marginalized by, you know, the racist superstitions of, if, you know, the idiots participating in, you know, that happen to be participating in capitalism mm-hmm. into the same, like into the running, you know? So there's nothing, there's like nothing incompatible at all about black people or anybody else like being, you know, welcomed into mm-hmm. the, that like, uh, I don't know, the machine <laughs> that, mm-hmm. that can then produce wealth and that, and that sort of thing. Um, and like, and I guess because like, okay, so you get a bunch of, you get, you know, a bunch of like, uh, white guys from Europe that set this machine up, like the capitalism machine. Right. And like, we've been broadening the the circle of people that are allowed to participate it in it ever since you know so like first it was just like you know landowning men that could vote and like own businesses and that sort of thing right but like you know as like social justice movements have progressed i feel like more and more people have been permitted to participate in that machine Hmm. but their participation in the machine isn't a destruction of it it's just an expansion of it Right, but like women can be girl bosses now, whereas they didn't used to be. But that's perfectly compatible with fully capitalist, you know, structure of things. Yeah, I mean, I guess oh, I feel like we're wading into dangerous territory here. But yeah. I guess like, well, what about like you know slavery? Like, yeah. I think that was that's... not that was like the South trying to like maintain something like a feudal aristocracy in you know, the, yeah. it, like in the New World. Yeah, I guess I I don't. I see where you're coming from. I guess, like, I'm not so interested in the race aspect. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm more just thinking about, like, debt unpaid, like, more broadly. Yeah. Um, or, like, how we arrive at this place of feeling like we deserve right. to have cheap goods. Oh, yeah. But no, no, okay. no, no, no. I Okay, so I guess, the, yeah, but it's not unrelated, I guess. No, it's the, not unrelated. The race thing is, like... That's one way that people have, you know, or like any identity, right? Like race or, or um, gender or, you know, ethnicity and stuff. But like, I think, how was, how was well, I Well, it gets, it gets like adopted in so many different ways. Like, you know, women can say like, well, I deserve to feel beautiful X, Y, Z. People whose parents have immigrated here can say like, well, this was my parents' American dream. Like, right. it, it's just like a perfect narrative that you right. can just transpose onto anything or like well i worked hard and i went to college yeah it's debt unpaid right oh yes so that's what i mean so like yes okay good because like then my thought was so then once you're one in one of the groups that had historically been marginalized or 
excluded from the machine. Yes. And you fight your way to get into it. Now you're in it and you're like, all right, I'm in the machine. This is sick. Like, yeah, this is sick and give me what I deserve. Like, mm-hmm. I'm in here now. Mm-hmm. I deserve it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's right. Um, I, that's where, like, the sense of dessert comes from to my mind is like, yeah. Yeah. And it's, I think that's why it, just to put a fine point on it, is so hard to convince people why they shouldn't use Amazon Prime. <laughs> right. Um, and I'm not a perfect person. Sometimes I use Amazon. I actually <laughs> am. Oh, you're a perfect person. I am person. a perfect It's oh, crazy. Man, incredible. I didn't realize. It's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I even, we should have read it for this episode, but I'll find it and link it in the show notes. But I even read this really compelling, I think maybe by Anne Helen Peterson, but maybe not, um, article or essay about, uh, like moms using Amazon Prime and like, at sea and why they like how they justify it they're like yeah we know it's bad and that the workers are you know modern day slaves no not really (laughs) the workers are so underpaid and all this but i just am so overworked which is like true i have sympathy for these you know if you're a mom or a single mom not a single mom and you have three kids and you have a job and you're doing all the housework like yeah, it would be nice to outsource some of your shopping. Like, of course. Yeah. Um, but it's it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so why is it bad? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, there's, you know, okay, yeah, why, why is it bad? I mean, I guess the most, you know, I'm curious what the practical problems are because you wrote that in the notes. But, I mean, obviously it's environmentally disastrous. Like, you know, the easiest thing that you can point to and i think the thing that most often people object to is the environmental you know stuff like people be like oh this is so much plastic or like oh taylor swift's like you know using like a small town's worth of commuting for three weeks to fly herself across the country you know so like that kind of that kind of thing gets pointed out um yeah yes environmental bad it's bad to just consume so much not even like single-use plastic, but just anything made of plastic. Yeah. Cheap goods that are gonna break easily. It's bad to be shipping things long distances. Yeah, yeah. environmentally, boo. Yeah, <laughs> bad. Um, economically, why is it bad? I think because um, economically, it's bad because it. I think kind of as Chelsea Fagan says, like erases, like our ability to like recognize how bad we have it or like how (laughs) precarious things are um on page 74 if you want the exact page of her book eulabis talks about how being in like a higher class makes people comfortable and how this like the fact of their comfort not the fact of like money itself makes people act antisocially because they're used to being comfortable Mm -hmm. and then they demand comfort and she, as she says, it makes them act like assholes. And so I was thinking about how we can like simulate being upper class by like having a lot of things. Yeah, totally. And this makes us like, gives us this false sense of comfort. Um, and I think makes us, maybe makes us act antisocially. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it, I guess it depends on how you define antisocially. Um, I mean, there's like a, like... It's not nice to admit, but there's like a deep way in which just like the way that we consume stuff is antisocial. Like, like I'm relying on, you know, the the underpaid 
work of so many people. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you know, we make jokes about like, oh, haha, the kids in the lithium mines for our phones. But like, that's literally true, you know? And so, and that kind of thing is, you know, or at least even if that, you know, like your phone perhaps in particular didn't require a child in the lithium mine, like there, that kind of thing still happens and is necessary to support our, our lifestyles. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's just kind of like a horror, a horror that is, is hidden behind the, you know, bright plastic colors and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So environmental, economical, it makes us complacent. Um, practical, maybe it's the children in the mines. I don't <laughs> Yeah, they yearn for them. They know? yearn for them. Um, and I think just, it, it's just also self-centered, you know, to think like, I deserve this. Right. I, and even if you say, well, everyone deserves it, it's like, okay, but fundamentally, not everyone can have it. Right. Um, and even if you want to say, well, everyone should be able to have this. That's just unrealistic. Um, so are you willing to give up? Like, ah, I don't know. I'm having a hard time formulating it. But surely we must realize that not everyone can have yeah. this level of comfort. Right. Because it would be environmentally devastating. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, people... And there's just like not enough you know, people to work in the mines, not enough kids. Right. Because people aren't having kids anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they do those illustrations where it's like if everybody lived at this standard American level of consumption, like we need like 10 Earths or something, you Mm -hmm. know. Right. Yeah. And we know this. I think there's a part of us that knows this, but we just then have to justify it by being self-centered or, yeah, ignoring those facts. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. I think it's, I guess... What's the takeaway? It's important to know that your actions have consequences yeah. for other people. I'm thinking again of the, the well, I want to get plastic surgery for me, right. girlies. I'm worried I'm really coming off like a misogynist in this episode. But yeah, well, like in every episode. I guess if <laughs> I am, be- I am. The allegations. I, oh, I don't know. I'm kidding. Now uh, I'm bummed out no, by overconsumption. I know, it is, it is a bummer. I mean, buy local. Buy local. <laughs> Go to the farmer's market. Kill Jeff Bezos. Kill I'm Jeff Bezos. guys. That's a joke. That's oh. it. In Minecraft. <laughs> in, in Minecraft? Yeah, kill him in Minecraft. You don't, you've never seen that? No, I, I've never played Minecraft well, no, no, yeah, no, And like I people, don't know the, the joke. Yeah, people do that. People on Twitter, or like it's like a Discord joke, be like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going <laughs> to kill this person. And then they put in Minecraft as though that's like, you know. Sick you know getting the feds off their trail or something well that's what i'm doing every time i say just kidding just kidding right we got an unalive jeff bezos in minecraft oh my god my brain is rotting from tiktok just hearing you say unalive i i don't know yeah well next time what we're gonna get into is i have like a whole like psycho social the crazy theory you have a grand unified i have narrative. a grand unified yeah uh theological psychological uh a diagnosis for overconsumption that we're going to talk more about um so that'll be that'll be the next part of this two-part series um but yeah i guess this time just give you a good idea of like the problems <laughs> and what it is wait i forgot to go on my big gripe <laughs> oh what's your bi- okay what's your big gripe okay all of this is related to people who start putting up their Christmas decorations on November 1st. Oh, yeah. 
Absolutely. And we have to mention this this episode. Yeah, we do. Because it's Christmas time. Right. And I saw another TikTok. Okay, here's also the thing. Yeah. When you spend too much time on TikTok, you mm-hmm. start saying, you keep saying like, oh, I saw this on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I saw this on TikTok. And it sounds so stupid. It's so embarrassing yeah. to be like, all my media is TikTok. But that's all I did last week. So I saw this other TikTok about how back in the olden days, people used to go, and by olden days, I mean like the 50s and 60s. They used to go get their Christmas tree on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Because that's when you celebrate Christmas was the day before Christmas and, you know, the 12 days of Christmas. And now people just want to be doing Christmas all year. Mm-hmm. And it's bad. Right. It's against the spirit of Christmas, which is about waiting and mm-hmm. contemplation. Well, that's Advent. Yeah. The spirit of Advent. Yeah. Which yeah. is the anticipation of Christmas. That's right. Yeah. And you can't be doing that in October. No, that's that's sick. Anyway. Yeah. Edgemore. Edgemore. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> that's my gripe. That is, that's a good. It gripe. would have fit in better at the beginning of the episode. No, I think it fit in nicely at the end there. Put it in. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Um, we have an email address now. It is. We we do. It's misenchantments at gmail.com I got it. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. So yeah, let us know if you have any thoughts, um, any recommendations uh, of readings and, and listenings. Um, greatly appreciated too. And yeah, stay tuned for part two of this, where we go, I'm going to, I'm going to do some theorizing, some historicizing, um, all sorts of stuff. Spoiler, Satan is real. Satan is real. The enemy is among us. Cool. We'll see you in heaven. (laughs) Yeah, see you in heaven. (laughs)